it's Vanessa Reyes here, and I'm inviting you on a journey of what it's like to co-create your business with God and drop the hustle mentality. Listen, I believe that in every season of business, you must up-level your faith and let go of the drama in your mind that's keeping you from using your God-given voice to build influence and become the businesswoman God designed you to be. Here, you'll feel like you're at church mixed with business school and your teacher, well, she's your best friend. This is the Less Hustle, More Faith podcast. Look, Vanessa, tomorrow you can lose everything, your house, your belongings, your job, even your friendships, but no one, and I mean no one, can ever take away your education. As I stood in what felt like one of the biggest aha moments of my life, I knew deep inside she was right. 14 years ago, I found myself working at one of the most incredible jobs I've ever had at the Make-A-Wish Foundation in Dallas. Now, secretly, I took this job knowing I was pregnant. I was actually pregnant with my second child. I still wasn't married. I didn't have a clue what I was doing with my life, but I needed a job. So I get this call about this job and the recruiter said that I would be perfect for it. Little did I know that it was going to be the place that completely changed my life forever. Okay, so I'm working at the Make-A-Wish Foundation feeling super awkward and out of place because all of the girls that worked with me, they all graduated from college. They were always talking about who they were going to marry and what was going on on The Bachelor. I never watched The Bachelor. And you could just tell they had a hope for their future. And here I was walking into the foundation, living a lie, I um, was not happy in my personal life. I mean, that's a whole other episode, but I um, definitely had no business there. (laughs) God always places you where he wants you. So needless to say that I was surrounded by women who I wanted to be like, and I could see right? That they had a life I've always wanted. So it kind of gave me a sneak peek as to what is possible, but I still didn't see that this was possible for me. You know, in this period of my life, you can say that I was looking for answers because I was always dreaming about having better for my life, better for my children. But honestly, I wasn't doing much about it because I lacked so much confidence and belief in myself. And I was aimlessly (laughs) pursuing a rich and fulfilled life that only existed in my dreams. And I was taking no real action towards anything. I was on a mission. I was at this time I was on a mission, but the only mission that I was on was to not fall back into depression since that's where I was for such a long time. So to think bigger 
right, was just not in my realm of thinking. This conversation, though, changed my life forever. So one day, I'm minding my own business, and I walk into the copy room to, to put some packages together for the Wish Kids, and here comes Sharice Brown. Now, Sharice She was this young and bold woman. She always spoke her mind. When we were in a group, she would tell a story and everybody, everybody listened to her. I looked up to her and I always felt alive in her presence. She was the director of development and she was so captivating, charismatic. I'm telling you, she had she was always speaking on stories that would just grab your attention, pull you in, and it's like you would just fall into her trance. <laughs> I couldn't help but to feel so connected to her. And of course, I wanted to be more like her. Vanessa, what are you doing with your life? She asked. Now, I'm seriously paraphrasing this conversation. I mean, it was 14 years ago, (laughs) but you know, it was something like that. So during this conversation, she starts to question me. She starts to challenge me and challenge the way that I was thinking and really started to shift the way I saw myself, saw my life. She wanted me to, to go back to school. I know she saw potential in me. She knew that I wanted to do something with my life, but I just didn't know what. And that's when she told me, if I did have an education, no one could ever take that away from me. I believe now that although I never really shared with her my personal life and what I was going through back at home, she knew there was something that was holding me back. So thinking about this conversation, right? To even to be talking to you right now about this conversation right now, it reminds me of God's love. See, God uses people you look up to, to help you see what is valuable in you. And this conversation just hit me because up until this point, I never believed in myself. I always reflected on my regrets, and I always blamed my upbringing for the life that I was living. And I used all of these lies to tell a story that defined me. It was hard enough facing the fact that I was a teen mom with a second baby on the way, still not married, still had no education, had no like clear view of what the future held and feeling very like alone in that and no one to share this with. And then the people that I really cared about were my coworkers at Make-A-Wish Foundation. But every single one of them had a life I wanted. So just to think outside of this reality, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And I think Sharice knew that. I remember this conversation so clearly, not the exact words that Sharice was speaking, but the way she made me feel about myself. This was the very first time 
in my life that someone saw something special in me and truly believed in me, even when I couldn't see it or believe it for myself. So here's what I took from that moment. First, it gave me a hope for my future. Listen, this copy room conversation, <laughs> it went down. You know, it did a number on me. And <laughs> back then, I couldn't even imagine what was possible for me. Because all I could see was what was right in front of me, which wasn't a lot. So to see that I was worthy and valuable, it just didn't make any sense. You know, when you have those mindset blocks, like really blocking you from seeing the woman that God created you to be, then all you can fixate on is what's right in front of you. So I was always making decisions that reflected my feelings of unworthiness. And maybe she knew that. I think she did. I don't know. But what I can say is that that day she saw something in me way before my mind had a chance to catch up. And she believed in me so much so she stepped out into this bold place to call me out in that copy room. Now, the second thing I learned was that she was right. It's not just about education though, right? Let's look at the big picture here. What I learned later is that no matter what the enemy tries to throw at me, no one or nothing can keep me from where God is taking me. My gifts, my experiences, my testimony, my calling all come from him. And that lets me know that what is from him shall never ever be taken as a mistake or I shouldn't even question it, right? This is important for us as leaders to realize that when you get a rejection on a sales call or you get passed up on an invitation to speak at an event or if you lose focus on your purpose or step back from your business to take care of your personal life, no one can take away what's already yours. And the last thing I took from this conversation is that the way Cherie showed up for me with no agenda other than to just pour life into a girl who could have just ended up as another statistic teen mom from Oak Cliff with nothing but survival skills that's all I had at this point. <laughs> she showed up for me this day like most people in my life never did. And we can show up for others in this way too. As a matter of fact, if you're a coach listening or a service professional, or even if you're a product surf service business, not a product, product service business, <laughs> product business or mentor, you can be a Sharice Brown every single day and your content and your communication and your DMs and your consultation calls and your client work, you get to pour life into others. And maybe it's for the very first time for them like it was for me. And that, my friend, is priceless. 
And as we do this kind of work, right, we need to stop and think about how much do we really understand who we are speaking to, our audience, right? The people that we are speaking to, like how well do we know them? Because Sharice knew me, she knew my potential, she understood my struggles and desires to the best of her ability. She um, knew that I didn't believe in myself. That's one thing she knew, right? She could just tell, like, probably like the way I spoke or the way I carried myself. She knew where I was hanging out, right? She knew I was in that copy room. <laughs> and at some level, she knew that deep within my soul, I wanted more and she knew I was created for more. And I believe she knew what she was doing that day. So when she spoke, she came at me with clarity. She started to overcome my objections before I even made those objections. And then she simplified the process, giving me the confidence to step forward without her needing to hold my hand to do it. This is what a leader does. That right there is how we got to show up for our audience and our ideal clients. Speaking with authority means that you are willing to get to a new level of understanding. Now picture this. There is a little boy and his mom. He's about two, three years old. They go to the splash park and they're about to live their best life because it's summer and it's hot (laughs) This little boy needs to get wet. (laughs) So they go to the park and the little boy is splashing around and mom is sitting on the bench. So the little boy looks up and thinks, oh my gosh, I got to tell my mom a story. (laughs) So he runs to his mom and he's like, mom. And then he begins to tell a story. Mom immediately gets down to her knees so that she can see her toddler at eye to eye level, really connecting deeply with her child and having that presence of like, I understand your story and I'm here to hear it all, right? This is how we need to think about our communication with our audience or our ideal clients, when we're on social media, when we're going live, when we're recording a podcast, when we're writing an email, we got to get eye to eye, heart to heart level. You know, your audience, they are telling themselves a story. So what is it that they need to hear from you? Or what is it that they want to hear from you that is truly going to make the most impact for them? To get them to take empowered action and not inspired action. Because you see, inspired action is all the feels, right? And that's cute and all, but once that wears off, then what? (laughs) I'm talking to the leaders in the house. We got to make waves. Helping our community take empowered action is when you make the person that you are speaking to feel like they are seen, heard, and understood, but they, they also feel like they came up with the idea to change themselves. 
and have the confidence to step into their own authority. What I mean is when you're speaking with this mindset of leadership, you're not trying to prove anything to anyone. You're not trying to take the credit. You're more focused on activating what's already inside of your audience and therefore giving them access to that. This is when you'll actually see change in people. I've seen this with my own eyes, right? So like over the past three years of coaching and teaching, I've seen women I've worked with who have felt very insecure about their purpose, their business, their story, their content, their ideas. Then once they've been empowered to make change, not inspired, but empowered to do the work, not only do they feel excited to get up and do the thing that they were once afraid to do, but then they turn around and empower the next woman beside her. This is probably the most rewarding piece of my business is to see my client come out of her shell, do the work she says she couldn't do, then empowers the next woman. That's exactly what Cherise did for me that day. I didn't realize it at the time, but now I see it clearly. She didn't just believe in me. She forced me to believe in myself when she spoke over these dry bones. <laughs> this reminds me of Ezekiel 37, 110. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. How many times do we have the opportunity to speak life into someone and we don't do it because we don't feel worthy of that calling? If you ask me, I would have to admit that I've done this way too many times. But now I can see that at any moment, this can change. This can change right now. This, is, this can change every day. I know that sometimes you feel as if you can't find the perfect words or the perfect timing to show up in this way, to show up bigger for someone else when you're still trying to figure out things for yourself. But I'd love to challenge you to try. I've played with fire like this so many times where I show up bigger than I feel for a client. And somehow because of that faith, God shows up bigger for me. And I can't help but to thank God for that grace. You know, I always need him and I want to be that girl. Someone says one day, maybe 14 years from now, she says, it was this girl named Vanessa who I could tell she didn't have it all together. <laughs> The girl needed some work, but she believed in me enough to force me to believe in myself. <sighs> Just thinking about that, like thinking about someone 14 years from now saying how one thing I did for them lit them up and, and really just got them to take empowered action. That's enough for me. And this is what fuels me. And when that day comes, you know, I'll know it was all for something greater than I could ever put into a plan for myself. 
Only God knows what he's doing. And we got to trust that our teensy weensy part in that plan is bigger than the risk we take putting ourselves out there. What if you could show up in a big way without having to set the tone for that right now? What I mean is getting out of your head, get out of your own head and out of your own way. Just show up for something bigger than yourself without needing the extra fluff. What would that look like for you? In these past six months where I dropped my podcast and ended up as one of those infamous pod fades, you know, I've realized that I can still be in the middle of chaos and be dealing with my own personal drama, but to the next person, it doesn't matter to them how messy my life is. To them, they just feel what I was able to light up inside of them. No one cares about my past. No one cares about your past either or your failures, right? They care about love, hope, and a sense of belonging, which you can provide no matter what you're dealing with on your personal life or dealing with in that moment or season. And you got to know that anytime you are dealing with something, it's most likely for one season. Even if it's carried on season through season, you can continue to like get through those seasons and continue to heal those wounds and still show up in a big way. I figured out how to continue to show up in my calling and business in a bigger way because I see how I can still take action as I wait on God's timing. And I know that you can do this too. One thing that has um, helped me lately is to just honor my calling. So I've been knowing that this podcast is something I needed to put my focus into. But because I was dealing with personal things and personal drama and you know, the anxiety that comes from that sometimes, I just kept putting it off and putting it off. But you know, I realized that there are so many moments where I could be pouring into others instead of feeling, you know, bad about my situation. So I created time in my schedule to focus on the podcast to fuel my mission and help me stay grounded even when things weren't aren't always looking the best in my life. I started journaling like for real this time. (laughs) I've been asking God to direct my steps and just letting him do his magic, staying out of his way and just trusting. From that these episodes just started to flow like the topics and the stories that I wanted to share. I was able to just like jot those things down. And then I've been able to like really niche down to focus on helping women find their voice and help them sell their services so that they can continue to pour out their mission and um, really share from their heart. And so although you know, I've been coaching women in sales and marketing because I've been showing up bigger for myself. I've been able to show up bigger for my clients, you know, because I just at this point in my life, like I don't care about the glitz and the glam. I don't want to be known for 
how many followers I have or a, an amazing book I've written. I want to one day just be known as that girl who helped me even when she didn't have it all together. What is that one thing you know you're being called to do that you may not feel ready for but want to be ready for? Know what I mean? Can you carve time to do the work if I lay down those first steps? I think so. So we're about to start. (laughs) Okay, so first step. I want you to just pray about it. Now, I used to hear, you know, people tell me, just pray about it. And I'm like, but how though? Like, what do I do from here? What do you mean pray about it? (laughs) So I'm going to give you an exact um, guide to doing this. So what I do is I grab my journal, but I start my journal entry as a letter to God. And I usually start off by saying how or explaining really how confused I feel. <laughs> There's something about being vulnerable with God that it just lets him know like you're you're serious. So I let him know like, God, I'm really confused right now. I know that you want me to start this podcast. I know because the topics are swirling around in my mind. I feel very like pulled to do this. And I know I can create the time for it. I'm just scared. I'm just scared to put myself out there because I've always known that the podcast is going to be a place where I'm very vulnerable. And so I'm afraid to do that. And I just continue to just write as if I'm having a coffee conversation with God. And I let him in on what I'm feeling. Now, come on, God knows already. (laughs) But it's biblically written that he wants you to communicate that with him right? I let him know like how unsure I am about taking the steps as well. Like I don't just tell him like, Hey, I'm scared, but I even like share with him here are the steps that I'm going to take, but I'm afraid that these are the wrong steps, or I don't know if this is the direction you're asking me to go into. And as I'm writing, right, as I'm communicating with him from my heart, I can start to like fill in the blanks on the paper. It's because that's how he's communicating back with me because this is how I communicate back with him. I usually, you know, start writing and then things just flow. So let me just share one thing with you as well. If journaling isn't where it happens for you, then go where you hear him. Is that like for a long walk or a long shower? right? I don't know, but you do. I know you do. Don't confuse uncertainty with waiting. You know, like sometimes you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe God is trying to tell me to just wait. (laughs) That's usually not it. So just lean in closer, right? The closer you are to having these conversations with God, the louder the assignment is going to be. Then from here, I want you to start taking steps. I don't care if it's in the wrong direction or if it's not perfectly lined up with the way you envisioned it to be. Um, When I started recording these episodes, I wasn't feeling them because I felt like very scratchy, not scratchy, but like um, out of practice. So I had to re-record so many of the episodes at least like five to 10 times And I didn't take that as a sign like, oh, 
I'm not ready for this podcast. No, I'm just like, okay, a, a girl needs to um, loosen up a little bit. <laughs> she needs to get back in her groove. And so, yeah, that's going to record. Re- blah, blah, blah. That's going to require me to take extra steps, but that's normal, right? Even if you got to like start off slow, like at a slower pace than normal, just to kind of ease yourself back into those first steps. That's cool. That's fine. That's part of the process, you know? I'm telling you, like, God is pretty clear on what he's commanding of you. So just be open and curious as to what that is. Take those steps and don't expect those steps to be perfect just because they're from him. I think a lot of people think, oh, if it's from him, he's going to make the path easy. No, he ain't. (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) He's just, like, making it clear for you on what you need to do. But you still got to do the work. Okay, so... I want to share that also, um, Charisse, let's go back to Charisse real quick. You know, she didn't think through how she was going to like create her grand speech to me and the copy room. She just did it. And because of that, I'm here today to say that not only did she wake up what was already there, um, she has helped me to see that I could do this for others. And in that moment, not only did I not believe in myself, but I never imagined that I would be here. Oh my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. I never imagined I would be here doing this for others. It's just amazing to see how someone you least expect to come into your life to show you what God has been trying to show you. I love how God uses people and I know that he can use you if you would just let him. Okay, so if you love today's preaching and shouting and crying or whatever, please follow this podcast and leave a review. I'd love to hear all about it. Ready to break through into the podcasting world or create your very own weekly live show from all of the hot topics that are swirling around in your mind? Plus, learn the secrets to sell more within your content. Do you feel empowered to lead deep conversations that will shift the way your audience thinks? Is it time to stop dreaming and start recording? If so, then I'd love to help you get started. If you book a call with me to learn more about my coaching, you'll receive a customized launch plan for your very own podcast or live show that will help you plan it out in 90 days. Limited spots are available now, so click the link in my show notes to RSVP.